Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Krista Weaver, our co-host and resident confidence queen. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am today's host and resident confidence queen, Krista Weber, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So today we have an amazing guest, Gina Hamady. Gina is a former editor of O Magazine, Food and Wine, and has written for Women's Health and so many other amazing publications. She changed her life and the lives of so many others by embodying the vibration of gratitude and sharing this in thank you letters and notes, not just to family and friends, but also to people who might have been otherwise overlooked. Spreading joy, gratitude, and love in this elegantly simple way created a quantum shift for everyone in her realm, and we're going to talk about how this brings what we need most right now in our disconnected world, connection. Gina's going to share how a dedicated gratitude practice can make you a happier person, can heal complicated relationships, and reconnect you with the people that you love, all just with a little bit of bravery at the mailbox. So thank you, Gina, so much for being here. We're so excited that you're here. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm grateful for you. Let's just start. Oh, same, same. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start the show by talking about what we're super excited about, just on a high, high vibe. So today, okay, I did not tell you this in our little pre-show moment, but <laughs> some things must be left to the imagination. Um, so today I'm super excited that not only so recently i was able to book a trip to go back to canada to see my family i haven't seen them in two years so i'm super excited about that already as if that's not exciting enough i believe that i manifested that my best friend who lives in the states is going to fly up and meet me there at the same time Yay! proactive she's already made dinner reservations all kinds of things and i mean it's been two years i'm an expat so i'm really excited and so everybody for all of our listeners by the time this airs i will be there and back again so just imagine me right now with like the biggest shit-eating grin on my face so this is what i'm (laughs) super excited about and what are you excited about gina so just today i spotted that bruce springsteen on broadway tickets (gasps) just went up like he's just I don't I mean or maybe maybe it was up a few days ago and I didn't notice but a couple people posted about it and so I looked and there were somewhat affordable tickets like the last time I saw this it was like thousands of dollars a ticket pre-covid and now he's up for a couple more months at least anyway and I just nabbed two tickets for you know, I don't know, all together, like 800 bucks or something, which is not, oh I mean, my God. no, that's amazing. my birthday's coming up and you know, yes. it's like, for, yes, for like my first Broadway show since COVID experience. like experience yeah. are timeless. I'm so yes. into that. I'm so excited. Like live music, these kind of events. I cannot wait. I will spend thousands. I fully support you. We all support you. That's we all so- support. Thank you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just snapped those just before, like I, Literally I like, it's right like I blew off all of my morning to-do list. Cause I saw this and <laughs> I you know, quickly got a babysitter <laughs> quickly got my husband's okay, because I wanted to surprise him. And then I remembered he, that's not that's not oh, him. That's not him. That's not, that would make him nervous. So ah. got, <laughs> got his A-OK and got the ticket. So oh my God. when is it? July 9th. It's like oh, a couple so of week and a half. And I thought, okay, I'll be in Canada. You will be a Bruce Springsteen Broadway. We're Living both. our best life in this 
Cheers. Much, much more manageable stage of, of COVID. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I'm here for it. Like just, I will social distance and eat like pasta on the sidewalk. I do not care at this point. I'm so excited. I'm that is so great. Okay. So now let's do a chakra shout out. I will go first. And you know that this is a bit risque, but I'm feeling your energy. And I'm bring it. Through. Yeah. <laughs> so I am shouting out. I don't even know, like maybe I've done it on the podcast before, but I'm obsessed. It's worth mentioning again, the weather is sweltering and your body does not need to be encased in polyester. Okay. So for all of the people, treat yourself, get yourself some silk. My favorite clothing company. I'm obsessed. Silk laundry. Oh, I'm just living in silk these days. Silk dresses, silk shirts, silk shorts, and you can dress it up. You can dress it down. They're so flattering, like bias cut nineties dresses. Like we're feeling like nineties supermodels, like the most, and what I love, not only the company, it's fabulous. I'm wearing one right now. This is just like a silk tank. We love it. It's so easy and it's great, but here's what else I love. So silk is sustainable. It lasts. You just hand wash it. You don't, it's not fussy. You don't have to dry clean it. Just literally hand wash it in some lukewarm water. It takes a couple of minutes, hang it outside. It's dry in like half an hour. And if you go on a trip, takes up no space, weighs nothing. You've got a million outfits, high heels, running shoes, flats, doesn't matter. And then here's the best part, you guys. And this is what Gina had to like really support me in sharing with you. They have an <laughs> archives. So we're putting it in the show notes. You're welcome. <laughs> show us some gratitude. So you can, uh, they have an archive site because they're really not here for waste. So if something did not sell out, they have this archive site where you can go and buy things and like the, dis the, pr the prices are amazing. Like a dress normally can be like $300 or something around that area. But the other day I got like six things for 300 euros, I think. Whoa. Like my whole fucking wardrobe is just being taken over by silk. And I'm so okay with it. Today I wore something that was not silk and I was offended. And I had to <laughs> So Will we say the name of the company again because it sounded sort of um, generic. It's like silk something. No. Silk laundry. Silk laundry. Okay. okay. Silk laundry. I was just so close to speaking German. Einfach silk laundry. Um, so we're going to put that in the show notes. Silk laundry and also their archive site. You're welcome, everybody. It's a secret and now it's yours. <sighs> I did it. Um, and Gina, what are you shouting out? I'm shouting out my lipstick because I'm wearing lipstick every day now because I'm out and about without a mask. It still feels subversive to go out without a mask in like the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So lipstick, this is Ilia, I-L-I-A, you know that brand? They're all natural and lovely. And this lipstick is like, it looks like the hottest magenta pink, but somehow- it's like um, very, it's very like wearable. Like it doesn't look very right wearable. at all. And every time I wear it, people comment on how green my eyes look. Something about the pink ah. brings out the green in my eyes. And I don't know. It's like, I keep trying for reds. I, I have a whole bunch of reds that aren't quite right. They're almost right. And I keep trying them, but I feel like whenever I wear this, it just feels. What, um, what's so the name good. of the color? What's the number or the oh, name? It's called jump. Yeah. Woo. Jump yeah. out and yeah. get it, everybody. And I have like olive skin and dark hair um, and oh, light awesome. eyes. So if you have olive skin and mm -hmm. dark hair and light eyes, you might like a, a magenta or this magenta called jump. By and what a way to celebrate the freedom of not having to wear a mask. Like put on some bright lipstick. and Put just on some bright lipstick. I don't need anything else. Just Oh, yes. Good. So great. Perfect eyebrows, gorgeous face, bright. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that is so good. Okay. Um, and now, super fun slumber party questions. Let's set the vibes. Okay, morning ritual, go. 
morning ritual. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my kids now are four and well, almost five and eight mm. and they wake up, especially the eight-year-old wakes up really super early, but they are now old enough that they have like their whole lives downstairs that they, the older one wakes up at five, the little one wakes up closer to six 30, but they have like a whole, they'll, my big one will pour cereal. I don't know. They have like an entire life. They have an entire like play. They can't watch TV, but they can do anything else pretty much. Sometimes it bites us in the ass where there's like, you know, a big mess or whatever, but all in all we get to stay like sleep in or stay in until seven thirty. So oh that has been wonderful. So I stay in bed. Oh. I usually wake up at like six, six thirty, but I will stay in bed until seven, seven thirty. And mm. you know what I've been doing for the last couple months, ever since my book came out and I feel, I feel a little, you know, I feel burned out from obviously from the pandemic mm-hmm. and just from being a mom and all that. And then plus the book and all of the energy that that took. Um, I've been flying through romance novels, like, like one a day, like just so many, it's just, you know, I used to do this with spy or pop or like that kind of genre. The nervous system can't take that right now. Not right now. I don't, I know I want no crimes. I want no crimes against children. I want no murders. I want nothing like that. That's not where I need, but just like two people, who spar in the beginning and then all the obstacles that get in between them getting together at the end. It's just, it's, it's exactly, it's like my, it's this comforting. It's like Um, my brain is sitting on a beach and listening to the waves. That's what it is. So beautiful. Okay. So as a mother as well, my daughter is six and I'm slowly training her to not like, I wake up on the weekends, weekdays. I wake up before her. Um, Ironically on the weekdays, she sleeps until like eight, 10. And then we need to get out the door in five seconds to get to kindergarten on time. But um, on the weekends, mysteriously, somehow she's so fucking rested that on Saturday, (laughs) I wake up at 6.45 and I, I, having stayed up enjoying my Friday night, drinking rosé with my husband, like a civilized woman, I wake up to her hot little sweaty hands slapping me on the hip, mama, mama, mama. (laughs) I'm like, why? So just as a mother, the luxury of a morning ritual, literally like I stay in bed and I read a book that makes me feel good. Oh, this is porn. So good. This and is- then obviously coffee. This is like my third, I have to say this is my third cup, but I've been making my own cashew milk, which has been wonderful. Ooh, yeah. So easy. I make my own hemp milk or cashew milk because I'm, I'm dairy free these days for about the last mm-hmm. year or so. And mm-hmm. I don't like any milks on the market. Even the oat milk, I find junk. I don't know. I don't like any of them. It's that not, I, 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 I make my own almond milk sometimes as well. And it's like shockingly easy and tastes so, so good. So I yeah, it. but the almond milk, you need to use the nut bag or the, oh, but right? it's so fun to, to say that you get to use a nut bag. I do but it. That is, that. So that is fun. And it is sort of like I'm using a nut bag. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of, you know, gratifyingly messy. I get that. And sometimes I do use that, but the cashew milk, you don't even need to use the bag. You just like soak cashews overnight. And and then they're so soft that as long as you have a pretty good blender, you just, I just like, it's just the softened cashews overnight, one cup of that to three cups of water, a little bit of vanilla, two dates, a little bit of salt. And it's like creamy. My kids like it better than regular milk. So I'm like trying to get all of us off of regular milk and into this. Okay. Did you say one cup of cashews? Yeah. Okay. So three, three cups, cups of water. <laughs> okay. Date. Some salt. Two, yeah. I use two dates, one or two dates. I use two. Okay. Yeah. 
everybody's making cashew milk now you guys do it get on board okay i love your morning ritual a okay. little bit of salt a little bit of vanilla extract just like a little vanilla extract oh, okay that was it That's yeah just a little bit and then i you know i have a good blender two minutes in the blender Okay. Two minutes on high in the blender and that's it. You don't even need to, you don't need you to strain it. This. I have cashews. I'm totally going to do this. Yeah, give it a try. Super creamy. <laughs> and then sometimes I have, I, I had this wonderful, when I still was a travel editor, I stayed at the, the fancy hotel in Morocco in Marrakesh. And every morning they would have almond milk, like frothy almond milk with orange water and so I do that with the cashew water. I'll put like a little bit of the orange yeah. blossom water Ooh. in the cashew water. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Being my love languages. I love that. And I have some of that orange water as well, actually. I'm totally going to make this. Yeah, because it lasts forever and it, there's no sugar in it or anything, but it oh, feels like a treat. Yeah. Exotic essence. Okay. And Marrakesh. I love just casually dropping in Marrakesh. I, know. I used to have a, I used to have a much more glamorous life when I was a travel editor, food and wine stuff. It, it's not, it's no. not there for me anymore, but it's, I, it's great that it was there for me. At some I point. mean, the, the pros and cons, right. But like, I mean, like living out of a suitcase and all the, the airports and stuff. I used to travel. My husband was living on the East coast. I was on the West coast of Canada. We did long distance for two years before mm. we moved here to Germany. And so it was just like, I felt like I lived on planes, but meh. I wasn't in Marrakesh though, so you win. Okay. <laughs> and then what is your favorite beauty product or skincare that's just will always, like you will take it to the grave. Like if you went on the spaceship, you would take it right mm -hmm. Well, right now I'm trying to think if there's like one that's not this, but I, I always love to shout out. I have an esthetician. I call, it's a face, it's, I call it a facialist, but I think I esthetician. Yeah, esthetician. I call mine esthetician. Is, yeah. yeah. So her name's Diane Higgins. She's on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. And she, she's like a beauty editor secret. Somebody who was a beauty editor told me about her. They're very like reasonably priced and she makes a lot of her own stuff. So I use her face exfoliant. I use her face wash. I use her face uh, like lavender scented lotion and I use her toner and she has a house up in the Hudson Valley and she like picks her own little lavender like it's a lot of her own stuff but it's it's funny because it's I feel like in general I wouldn't necessarily trust that but she like she does a great job with it like it actually works it's like the best stuff for my face that I've used oh, so Diane Higgins and she's just like a lovely person and yeah She's a delight. Her stuff all smells great, feels great. And like when it's, well, and like when it's part of your ritual every day, like it's something, it needs to feel good. The process, the ritual needs to be pleasing. And so it's a moment that we take for ourselves. So I love that. And your skin yeah, is Yeah. And I, oh, thank you. And I just love, like over the years, I used to have a Birchbox subscription and I used to love trying a bunch of stuff. And I just feel like I now take pleasure in the fact that most of my stuff is from her and I know mm. her and it's simple and I, it, trying new things sort of makes me itchy. I still try like a face mask now and then. Mm -hmm. And if I come into like a lot of money, I want to go on a deep dive on Tata Harper and Tatcha, you know, that the, the Japanese T-A-T-C. Oh, yeah. Those like I've, I've dabbled in those over the years and they're so nice and they're so expensive. So right now I'm like Diane Higgins. She just does me right. It's simple. It's not too expensive. And All it just right. keeps me clear. Good. Diane Higgins. Okay. Yeah. And then sun, moon, and rising, <laughs> or at least sun, rising, moon. Yes. Okay. So, right. So I, I know this because at Oprah magazine, there was a freelancer who I spoke to quite a bit who had all of the magazine editors mapped out and he would give me a warning if somebody was in some <laughs> trouble some week, you know, or if somebody had, what's Mars doing? Who's going to fight? Right. For you? 
<laughs> all that. So, uh, so thanks to him, I know that I, I always knew I was a Leo and I now know I'm also a Virgo rising, okay. which well, makes sense because many magazine editors are Virgos. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the former editor in chief of, of, Oprah magazine was so into this that she had everybody. She also knew everybody's birthday uh-huh. anyway. But so from that, I know that most of the people on that staff were Virgos. It's were like a real thing. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So I come across as a Virgo, but then I'm actually a Leo and that tracks because I, you know, it's like my friends who are Leos, some people are, you know, real like actors and love the spotlight in this really like obvious way. Hmm. And I, maybe don't present that way. I present more of like a, you know, Virgo who's in control and very organized, but then I do love being the center of attention at a dinner party. And I feel well, and like I, you know, the thing is like, you're not going to need to try, like that's just going to be radiated from you. So like, I'm a Gemini sun, but I'm a Taurus rising, but I have like, I'm 30% Capricorn, like Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So I, I also love organization. I secretly love like Gemini is like social and stuff, but like low key, I love to be alone to work on my grind. But then I also, I work in human design as well. This is something that I do with my clients too. And it's similar, like the archetypes that you see, like, oh, like the five ones are doing this. The one fours are doing this. The the three fives are like doing this, the profile, the the projectors, the manifesting generators. And I I see it as well. Like this makes so much sense when you, when you see, like, it's so fascinating to see how this stuff shows up in work. And then sometimes I'm super surprised of a person who's like totally out of alignment with whatever that energy that's natural to them is. And they're like, why am I so miserable? And I'm like, where do I start? <laughs> like, where do I start? <laughs> so like, imagine being a Leo and then like you worked in a back room and nobody ever talked to you. Nobody ever looked at you. Nobody cared what you thought. Or like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or like, if you're like a Virgo and you worked, like I, one of my friends is like a triple threat Virgo. And I'm like, imagine if you had to like work in a daycare that was like super mismanaged and they're like, I'm having an anxiety attack thinking about it. Like, so it's, it's, it's important, right? Like naturally we, we go towards something that feels good for that energy. Okay. Last slumber party question. Yes. What if this vibes, what is there a song that you're listening to on repeat right now? And is it Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> you know, I got to get into Bruce Springsteen now, but I, the kid, my kids are really into the Eurythmics right now, Sweet Dreams in particular. Oh my God, that's amazing. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So they, somehow my husband played it for them. And now that is on repeat in our house oh in a way that God. we all, like we can all agree on that. Bop into Eurythmics. Oh my yeah. God, revival. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. What a great vibe. I'm so in the vibe. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration? What led you to lean into gratitude and just fully to step into taking action in this profound way and allowing yes. gratitude to change your life? Yes. Okay. So January, 2018 on the heels of a very hectic holiday season in 2017, I was on the train going to New Jersey from Brooklyn, taking this one hour commute. I had a consulting gig out there and I was spending that hour, you know, lost in my lists, to-do lists, feeds, you know, it just all felt very hectic in a way that was contrary to, you know, the place, which was, I mean, you know, if you're a mom of a small child, a quiet train for an hour is literal heaven, right? And I felt like I was spending it just in, I don't know, just in my masculine energy, like go, 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 do, do, go, do, go, 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 do, do, yeah. do, do, you know, scroll, scroll, scroll. And 
I don't know that I was really thinking about that in a conscious way, but I had a sense that I was sort of wasting the ride. Mm. And I was in the middle. I usually I pick up a book when that happens, but I don't know. I was like in the middle of a book that I liked, but wasn't drawn to anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just kept doing this thing again and again. And then I turned to a stack of thank you notes that I had promised to donors of a city harvest fundraiser. They're a, it's in New York. They're a, they fight hunger. It's an organization that fights hunger. And I had a lot of people donate to this fundraiser I'd done. And I promised them thank you notes that my son was going to help me write. And so I had this stack to start. And so one day I kept my phone in my bag and took out these thank you notes. And, you know, it wasn't a task I was dreading or looking forward to sort of just one other thing on my list. But at the end of the hour, after writing five or six or seven of these notes, I just felt like an entirely different, it was just an entirely different vibe. I felt relaxed. I felt like my breathing had slowed down. I had this nice focus. I felt lighter. And I left the train just sort of like in this focused yet calm, nice state. Mm -hmm. And it was completely opposite. It felt the complete opposite from my go, 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 do, 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 scroll, 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 yeah. scroll place. Yeah. And I noticed that over the course of the month, cause I had a bunch of these notes, right? Anytime I did spend that hour writing the notes, it, the same thing would repeat and it would carry into my day. I felt like I just had a better day, better morning, more focused, yeah. more, you know, clear eyed, not in my phone and in my notes, looking around. Present. Noticing things. Like, present. present. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, present. Amazing. And so I was really thinking this over on when I finished the notes, it was January 31st. And I was like, I've had this sense, you know, this kind of like creeping sense that this was going on, but now I really, I really need to think about it and how to kind of change my behavior so that I have more of this focused, nice, calm feeling that I've stumbled into with these thank you notes of all things. Mm. And, you know, how do I do that? And I looked at my list and I had 31 notes written. That's how many notes I had to write. And it was January 31st. Hmm. So the challenge kind of came to me in a little neatly wrapped present where, Hmm. you know, I thought, okay, I've written one thank you note for every day of the year so far. So what if I kept it up and what would that look like? And because I am a former magazine editor, I sort of saw it as a content calendar, you know? Hmm. So I thought, okay, January was for charity. That was the topic you know, what would February be? What would March, you know, let me think of 11 topics that I could turn to and, you know, kind of tackle them one at a time. So friends, family, career mentors, you know, some of these came right to mind and then some of them were more high concept and I had to sort of figure them out. Like food and travel were two of them where I thought like, I don't even know what those months would be, but it sounds like fun to figure it out, you know? Um, so I kind of planned out the whole year like that. And then every month sort of tackled them in these different ways because thanking healthcare workers is very different from thanking family is very different from thanking. Good to get yourself into that zone, I guess, and kind of stay in that container while you're in that mindset. That is so magical. I love this so much. And then it's led you now to, to write this book and to share this with the world, to share this experience with the world. And as I said, like when, when I found out that we got to have this interview today, I was so fucking excited because I am obsessively enthusiastic about gratitude. Like the, the power of gratitude. I just, like, I even just had an email with my brother about this, my brother in Canada about this. So like last year, we didn't talk about this before we started, but I had cancer last year. I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, I'm yeah, I know. You're good. I'm totally fine. Yeah. And uh, my husband is a cancer surgeon we let like you literally it's so weird to be grateful for something like this right but 
if I mean, think of the statistics of how many people are diagnosed with something and it, it could happen, right? But I somehow, so everybody thought that I was going to have a, a mental breakdown. Living in Germany as an expat for eight years is already like that's full of its own kind of special challenges, my, missing my family, not speaking the language before I learned German, et cetera. But somehow this cancer, I was in the hospital and I'm like, I could choose to go have a massive pity party, anger, rage, helplessness, all of those things. Or right. I could choose like, what can I find gratitude for right now? What can right. I choose to be grateful for? And then how can I make whatever's going to happen? How can I be okay with it regardless? And right. I immediately felt this Zen, this presence, this flow, as you described. And I was like, I found gratitude for the prospect of my own mortality for something. And then it turned out that, of course, obviously I'm sitting right here. So it turned out to be one of the not terminal kinds. So very right. grateful. And now I have this savage pirate scar. You can't see it so much on the Zoom, but like I have a pretty savage pirate scar and being vain as I am, weirdly, I don't care about this scar because it reminds me of the gift of life. So gratitude, all of my clients, anybody who's listening, if you're working with me or if you've worked with me, you know, I am like the gratitude, like you're gonna do it. So it's so powerful. And I'm so excited, Gina, to talk more about it from your perspective as this experiment that you did for this entire year, which is all about it in your book. So- Okay. So what would be like, just to ease people into it, because right. I have done this for a long time. You've done this for a long time, but just to ease people into it, what would you say then would be one of the giveaway telltale signs that a person could just benefit so much from this very simple practice of gratitude? Oh, what a great question. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it, I mean, first of all, I think everybody could benefit from more gratitude, literally everybody. And even, you know, you and me who maybe know about it, but it's it's still a daily thing. It's still a daily thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that if you're getting a sense that you're, oh, I'm going to quote somebody here that I was on another podcast, Zibby Owens. She has a podcast called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And I, she said something so wonderful that I keep thinking about, which is she had to, she just had way too much to do. And she, one thing that she was dreading was was recording the book that she had compiled. Uh, she had to record the audio version of it. And she was, you know, and then she just had to take a step back and say, I'm missing the plot. I'm missing the plot. I wanted a book. My, I wanted to write a book my whole life. I, I get to, I get to sit down and read it and I'm complaining about it. I get to. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I think if you get that, if you have that sense that you're missing the plot. And I think as parents, I feel that all the, and also of course, give yourself a lot of grace. Like you can't, always be grateful for every thing. No. You're going to feel, you, you can't know. deny your feelings. Sometimes right. you're going to feel shitty, but then, right. yeah. you know, but I get the sense with my kids a lot where I'm like complaining about the day to day, complaining about the stuff I have to do, complaining about, you know, all this stuff. And I think just stop, don't miss the plot. Like this is one of the, you, you know, this is a summer after COVID we are together. We are healthy. Like we get to think of all the stuff we get to do together. Don't miss the plot on this one. Don't get so tied up in all of your complaints and to-do lists that you miss the plot. So I feel like that is an indication if that is like resonating in some way. Yeah. Like you're just not, you're constantly thinking like four steps ahead. You're not really present and maybe feeling like that frantic energy, like what you described feeling on the train, like this frantic it's never really enough. There's always the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Right. I, I interviewed for my book, um, because when I, you know, when I wrote the book, I wrote about every month, you know, and the, and you know, the, the notes I wrote and I get really personal about my, my 
background and, you know, I kind of write about them and quote from the, the notes. And I also spoke to a lot of experts to help explain the benefits that I was feeling. And one expert is a meditation expert. And the way that he described it, which if you are familiar with Buddhism, perhaps this isn't a new term for you, but I wasn't, he said, it's like, you know, you're, you're in your monkey mind and you're trying to get to your heart mind. And actually something like this, where you're sitting and writing notes of gratitude, it's like a blend of both, you know, but yeah. So if, if any of this is resonating and if this feels like something you could do, I would say the first step is just to write one. I definitely don't expect anybody to take on a 365 note <laughs> per year project. No. You know, it's like, I, I did that. So you don't have to, but, but it's nice. Start, to start, right? Yeah. Just start by writing one and ask yourself, you know, who is somebody that has maybe, maybe that I've never fully thanked for something they've given me, you know, somebody that maybe it's a teacher or a mentor or somebody in your family, but you know, it's something maybe you think about. Uh, quite a bit, but you've never expressed to them. Yeah, and then know, just like bringing that. your conscious awareness to that thing. So that's perfect. Cause that was, that was actually the next question. Cause people sometimes, especially when people feel frantic and we know that sometimes that frantic energy that can be a representation or a, a manifestation of our more masculine energy, we're not really in the state of flow. We're like, what's the purpose? Move forward, like take the action, win the thing and do the stuff and being present, being grateful, being in flow. Like this is more of the feminine state. So sometimes I'm speaking from my own experience and I'm sure you can relate, but sometimes the idea of like one more thing to do. So it's like, okay, so I'm a mom right. and I work and I'm doing all this stuff. And now you're telling me that I right. should also sit down and write. 100%. Fuck you. Yeah. No. Right, 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 right. So right. What, so what would be like, so I, I, I would love, like, what would be like a prompt that people could right. just, because the benefits are massive. And we're going to talk about that in a second, but um, what would be like a prompt? Like you said, like, who have you not thanked? consciously or like who have you not fully really expressed gratitude but like what's a what's just a solid prompt just anybody who's listening right now they can hear it and be like bam gratitude it did it right right well first of all you know that was definitely in my mind when i came up with this project where at the time my kids were one and a half and five not even five four and a half and one and I'm a half exhausted just hearing those numbers yeah and i was you know just, i wasn't nursing anymore but i just recently stopped like i was really really in little kidville and also had a full time you know had clients and a full <laughs> deck and so that was definitely, I remember thinking like, okay, this is a nice idea. How about you do it next year or the year after? Like, know <laughs> when you're like, when, when I, I have a kid that can't even like walk great yet, yeah. like why now? Yeah. And, and then I just felt like, you know why? Because right now, all I am right now, all I have time for is to be a working mom. That's all I, I can barely even look at my husband. I don't know. It's like, and, and that's not how I want to define myself. I want to get, I want to be a friend again. Like I, like that was one of my months was, you know, friends. And I sent people, I sent friends postcards. Like I found old pictures of us and I put a label on the back and wrote a postcard. I know it was great. You can do that. You just take an, a, a picture and you reinforce it with a label and you turn it into a postcard. And so I would say, you know, uh, when people hear gratitude letters, I feel like people imagine three paragraph, you know, maybe two pages, nice stationary. And most of these, diary. Mama. Right, 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 right. And most of these, you know, while some of them were longer, like my career mentors, I put a little more time in and I definitely filled up like one, two, three sides of the card. Yeah. Um, a lot of these were three sentences and they felt so good. And they brought all this joy and it felt like it gave me the thing that I was looking for, yeah. you know? And so 
and, and I wouldn't do one a day. I would like kind of take an hour on it on a train is great or like a lunch hour and maybe do like four or five. And it yeah. was nice to, to package them in the sense where, okay, maybe it's neighbors. And that's pretty easy. Cause you know, I just thought of like neighborhood stores that were really nice to my kids or, you know, neighbors that had lent us a table at the last minute and drove us over so we could have Christmas and everybody sat down. I don't know. These little things that are just yeah. like you, you, of course you say thank you, but it's like how nice to sort of extend that yeah. lovely, grateful, warm bath of a feeling by just like sitting and writing three sentences mm-hmm. and then mailing it or handing it out. If it's a neighbor, just like, I love like something tangible. I love that too. I'm a, I am a Taurus rising. And so we, we're, we love a tactile something like I like a silk. I like, I like to hold something. And one time you just reminded me one time I sent my mother-in-law, my mama. I sent her one time a postcard. She lives in Munich for taking care of me when I was hungover after Oktoberfest. I was, <laughs> I was so hungover that I thought I was going to die. My father-in-law is a retired doctor as well. And they had to give me like special medicine. So I didn't barf up my insides and stuff. It was mortifying. And she oh just took such good care of me. And I found the funniest postcard, like a vintage picture of actor Michael Caine holding yes. a martini, like sloshing martini around oh and, my God, and just looking very ashamed. And I just wrote her, I'm like, thank you so much for taking care of me when I thought I was going to throw up my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed so hard and she kept it forever. It's like somewhere in the house, people can see it. She's like, that's from when Chris, <laughs> I don't think she does that, but, but like, just, it, it really does something, having something to hold. So, ugh. But that's a perfect example because it's, um, it, it shows that you don't have to be formal yeah. and you don't have to be long and long-winded. You don't have to be comprehensive. You know, it's just, it's just like this little genuine expression. Um, genuine expression. It could be one sentence if you want, just yeah. like one sentence that comes from your heart. That's just like, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about that time. We, yeah. you know, and it, this is how it made me feel, you know, it's totally. um, so even though you're busy and we're all so busy, um, it just, it's, I found it. I found that kind of reallocating my time from my, we all, of course, I'm not an anti-phoner, oh, no. I'm not like an anti-social media person, but like, and I use it and there, I don't want to be a hypocrite, but like, obviously we spend too much time there. We yeah. all do. I we do can take 10 minutes and do something else with our hands. That's the thing. It's actually very efficient. You know, yeah. it's like, it's not like, you know, the 30 friends that I sent postcards to, that was obviously a little art project and a little project and it took time. But if I want to keep in touch with those people, some of whom I haven't, hadn't spoken to in years, if I wanted to call them all and schedule like catch up calls or, or schedule catch up lunches, that would have, that would have been a massive undertaking. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, this is like, a few hours. I don't know. It was fun. I could do it like while the TV was on, I could do it here. I could like look at old pictures and. Well, and then, and then also efficient. I think like for people who might be hesitating about this, like, Oh, it's just one more thing to do. Like I'm kind of dreading it. Um, you can just know also that you're giving a gift to yourself when you do it, because when you're getting yourself into that creativity, into that flow state, whatever it is that you do next, you're going to do it in a better vibe. You're going to do it with yeah. a better attitude. You're going to become more successful. You're going to make a better impression on the people you're engaging with. So even though this is something that you're doing for other people, you're also doing it for yourself. Well, the the truth is I never would have done it if it was purely for other people. Like, I'm not that nice. You know what I mean? Like, I never would have been like, I know I'm just gonna like it. It all started because it's true. It has, it has, there has to be the give and take. It has to be a benefit for you. And then it's just, I just felt like I did it because it felt so good. And I needed, I needed that to continue. And then obviously the great news is that it, it doesn't stop there. Like you share it and then it, 
opens a door and, you know, maybe there's a, you know, an exchange or just makes that person's day. Yeah. That's the, that's the like thing I heard the most often, like well, this made my day. This made your, and, and so I wanted to say, like, that was one of my questions too. What was, okay. So how do I say this? But like, what were some of the, the most unexpected outcomes that came of this? So obviously like, you go, oh my God, thank you. Like people reach out and connections are rekindled. Mm-hmm. But like, did you experience any kind of like physical changes in your body or did did you know of anybody who did? But like, I believe that gratitude is such a powerful vibration that we can embody, that it can like mm-hmm. help us heal. And I just wonder, like, I feel like I've experienced that sometimes. Like, I feel like I healed faster because I was choosing because I've had some pretty catastrophic injuries. It was like, there are many jokes that I'm like a cyborg. It doesn't make sense. But um, I feel like I ridiculous, like healed ridiculously fast. There's science behind that. There's yeah. science behind that, that you, that you, yeah. I mean, literally I'm that not, literal I'm thing. not crazy. Like, You're I'm not crazy. crazy. No, there's literal science behind, you know, uh, I mean, this is like very well studied. Gratitude is like a, for this kind of, it's, it's still new, but it's very well studied. And that's like one black and white benefit. Yeah. There's, that's one of the benefits is, um, get people who kept regular gratitude journals, which is, that's not my style. This is the thank you notes was my style, but that they get, got sick less frequently. And when they did get sick, they recovered faster. That's amazing. So everybody just please do it and then thank us for encouraging. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. You. <laughs> I know it kind of reminds me of that phrase that like you're one, you're one, you know, one workout or one run away from a good mood. I felt like uh, when you, when I, it's like, if I do take the time and it's not like I'm oh my God, I'm, I, I dedicate an hour to this every day. It's still a, you know, it's still something I sort of avoid and there's all the stuff. And then I turn to it and I finally turn to it. And it just is like, in fact, okay. So right now I have all these people from my book that I need to thank. Like, obviously, you know, people that have, you know, uh, I don't know, people that have like done me all kinds of favors and, you know, 
I don't know, like uh, produce on and on. for me, it goes on and on. And it's like, there's the pressure that maybe I need to thank them. And then I, anyway, so I've just started now two and a half months after my book came out, just started like taking a, a few at a time. I think I just sent out like a, a dozen. But still like, it's, you know, that's like amazing. First... Like no pressure. You don't need ever to have pressure on yourself. It's something that you get to do. It's something that you're choosing to do. And like, I tell my clients to, some people are not, I can see this in people's human design. Some people are not meant to have like a rigid routine and right. when it starts to feel like pulling teeth then you're like shooting right. the joy in the foot it's like so, just wait for it it's like yeah. right so it's like I had that in my mind and I have this beautiful like actually it's right here I can show it to you I have this like leather I have this like leather nice bound book thing this leather bound little Ooh, like envelope where it has you know I'll keep like some cards in here and, a pen, and usually a pen. And then I have a notebook where I start to write like who I should be thinking. So at least it's like somewhere. It's like, there's a place where I'm like, is that like a thing that people can buy because that looks amazing. Or did you? Nice. It's called Poketo. It's from Poketo. Do you know them in LA? P-O-K-E-T-O. Um, so I like have this little list and then at least I know it's somewhere out of my head where I'm like, okay, when I have a moment, I'll thank these, these people. Right. I'll see and share that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And and so I just sent out my first, last week, I just mailed out my first maybe 10, 12 of those. Mm -hmm. And I just this morning got an email back from the a Today Show producer. Um, she was the one that um, she put together this little segment of, of people reading the notes that I'd sent, which aired before I was on the Today Show. And so I, she wrote actually, and I shared the behind the scenes, which she didn't know, which is that while that little segment was airing and while I was waiting to actually come on, I was, you know, all set up here. Um, I was like pushed back there with like the book behind me all set up, you know, and then my Wi-Fi cuts out and, I'm like, <gasps> fuck, fuck. and then I'm like, am I saying fuck on national TV? Can they hear me? So I just like, <laughs> so I took it off of Wi-Fi, and then I was on LTE, like just in time for them to be like, and here she is. And I'm like, Hey, no problem. Totally calm. Oh, I feel fine. Anyway, so I like wrote that story to her, to the producer, just saying like, thank you for putting that together. By the way, I didn't get to see it now, like air live because I was cursing the, like I was screaming fuck and I'm so glad it didn't, whatever. So she like emailed me this, like a thank you. And she was like, you know, I never get like, she's a producer. It's not yeah. like any, she's like, I never get these. And like, yeah. oh, like that made me laugh out loud. And like, <laughs> of course, like I've, I know so many people that happened to you. I'm so glad that you were savvy enough to like fix it before we even could know. And anyway, it's just, this is like an exchange. It's cultivating human connection, just like you yeah. said. And like, just all of us have our roles that we play. Like I'm this, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. I'm a child. I'm a lover. No, wait, that's a song, but, <laughs> but I'm, sinner, a, I'm a saint. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. <laughs> I do not feel ashamed. Okay. I don't remember the whole song. Let's do karaoke. Let's get you ready for Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, but like we have all these roles and these titles. And so like, this is you and you're going on the today show and you're talking about your book and you're an expert and you're an editor and you're all these amazing, wonderful things that you are. And she's a producer and she's this and she's that. But at the end, you're actually just two women who are doing a thing and trying to make something work. And you can right. laugh out loud about something together. And right. that connection is beautiful. Like that's amazing. So it's just, it just creates ripples and waves of magic, I think for everybody. Okay. So I think we talked, so my next question was going to be how people can kind of take a hack and make this gratitude a, a regular thing. And I think yeah. we kind of just answer that because it's like, don't necessarily pressure yourself because then if people were to set like 
I'm going to do this every single day and I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to stick to it. And then if they don't, then they feel like a failure. They beat themselves up and they're like, oh, I suck. So I'm just going to not do it. So it's okay yeah. to chunk it. You just, it, yeah. And I, I would say like, if you know yourself and find a way for it to work for yourself, like for me, I said, you know, probably too ambitious a goal, like 365 in a year was like quite ambitious. I'm glad I did it. And it was Virgo so rising. So it makes right. Sense. Had to like, had to be right. But, um, you know, not everybody's like this, but I did know that I needed something of a goal and a structure or otherwise, if it was just Real. an intention yeah. and an ethereal connect, uh, intention, I never, I never would have done it. Yeah. So, you know, it was nice for me to pick those topics and to have a goal number to hit. So like, if somebody is like that and that appeals, I would say, you know, start by choosing three or four topics, yeah. you know, whether that any of the things we've talked about appeal, you know. I think chunking it by topics is such a great idea. Like your neighbors, your friends, coworkers, or like healthcare professionals right. or something. Like, I right. think that that helps to make it so easy. Cause then it's not just this big chunky thing. It's like, I, okay, like right. I can think of five doctors that I'm grateful for. I can think right. of neighbors who are awesome, who, you right. know, so I think that that's a really- the other helpful thing about that is in magazines, we would call it templating, but you know, there's nothing wrong with having the same first sentence for every one of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like for the healthcare workers, you might say, you know, I've been thinking back to the year I had cancer and, mm-hmm. you know, thinking back to the people who made a difference. Like that could be your first sentence that is so- for, for like five cards. And then once you have your first sentence, everything else is very say that easy. again, but say that again, though, say it so that everybody can get it. Okay. So I was thinking back to I was thinking back to the year I had cancer and the people who made a difference and you're right at the top of that list. That is such a great opening line. Everybody write it down, pause the podcast, write it down, come back to us. That was so Yeah, Or like, or, you know, for my career mentors month, it was, you know, I've been thinking back at my magazine career and, you know, and thinking about people who made a difference and you're right on the list. That is so beautiful. If I got a card like that, I would just... I would just be well, and people are nervous and get feel awkward about this. So it's nice to get for some people. And I didn't feel like I needed to do this for mm. for a lot of them. But if if it helps to give a little explanation, so it doesn't feel so random. Even though, <laughs> no matter what, everybody. So I talked to somebody who studies this exact thing about the impact of gratitude letters on recipients, Ooh. and he's amazing. He's at the University of. Texas at Austin, his name is Amit Kumar, but he Mm. studies this. And the upshot is you overestimate the awkwardness of a thank you letter and you underestimate its impact. And that's science. So that's not just like, that is science. He studied this. So everybody feels like this is going to be awkward. I'm like saying something super earnest and it's about something that happened 10 years ago. And there's something kind of awkward and weird about it. And they're going to kind of open it and be like, what? Huh? Huh? Weird. And word. I think that there's a word for that in German. It's not some shaman but they have, Germans have very specific words for specific kinds mm. of awkwardness. It's one of the sure. cool things. I'm sure they must have a word for this, but anyway. oh, I'd love to know it. Yeah. So, and so everybody has that feeling that it's going to be awkward. Everybody has yeah. that fear, everybody. And I definitely did a lot throughout the year. What are they going to do though? Like read it in a board and be like, look what Gina sent me. What a chump. Like who? I know, but it's, I know. Well, it's, it's, there's something in your lizard brain that is scared to be vulnerable. Right. Totally. And so, and so it's, it, it, so you have to get over that because scientifically it's, you, you overestimate the awkwardness, meaning it's not at all awkward. And then you, and then you underestimate the impact, which is you think it's going to be sweet and somebody's gonna be like, Oh, nice. But actually it can mean quite a lot to somebody. Um, Well, that's a question I wanted to ask you, like, how does this ripple out? Like, so after a year of doing Mm -hmm. that, like 365 letters, but like, 
when you look like you have changed, it changed mm-hmm. you. It changed your life. I'm sure it changed your family. It changed your relationship. I'm sure yeah. that you just began to like embody this more chill present. I'm sure that it's easier and quicker for you to go to that chill embodied present. That's the key. key. I can still be all the other things that I am. I can still be impatient and erratic and screamy and whatever, but it's easier for me to access a happier, more grateful place. I I see it. It's like, you know, I'm in the car with my kids and there's a garbage truck in front of us and we're stuck for 10 minutes and I can feel the thing that you start to feel. And then I can, and then I talk to my kids through it and I'm like, First of all, we're not late for a plane ride. You know, we're late for school and it's going to be fine. Yes. Second of all, like we live in a city that collects our garbage. That's How nice amazing. is that? Yes. You know? So yes. And sometimes, so um, I've worked with people as well who are, have been in like disastrous kind of situations, really, really challenging situations. And sometimes I'm like, let's find something to be grateful for. And they're like right on the edge of telling me to go fuck myself. I can yeah. see it in their eyes. And then I'm like, do you have eyes to see this Zoom call? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you grateful for your eyes? Yes. Okay. I'm grateful that we have voices that we can talk. Like when I broke, like I exploded my knee once skiing and like, I'm grateful every fucking day that I can walk without pain. Like that's a miracle. I'm grateful that they didn't slice my vocal cords. What would I be a a Gemini sun if I didn't have my vocal cords and I couldn't chit chat with you, you know? So I'm great. You, You can always find something, even when you're stuck behind a garbage truck and you're about, you feel the urge to kill rising. You can just calm the Hulk down by just being like, isn't it nice that we have garbage trucks? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great, right? Like, what would happen if we did yeah. Changing a diaper. I'm so glad I have diapers. <laughs> Better than cleaning shit off the floor, I think. Right, right. <laughs> Hopefully. So you can start with a little playful sarcasm and then, but you can see. So I, I love this. But like, did you, um, did things ever come back to you from the people that you had sent? Thank you. And just like, did you ever hear about some kind of ripple effects from other people too? Yeah, let's see. So things that are coming immediate a lot, but let me things that are coming Ooh. immediately to mind. One of my friends in Seattle, I wrote to her in my travel month, thinking back to when she hosted my son and husband and I years ago and just had a nice time and she hosted us and took a day and you know, just spent it with us. And that inspired her to write something similar to her friend. Oh. You know? And a lot of that, a lot of like, I got, I got this from you. And of course I thanked you and told you it was lovely, but then I did the same. I wrote, you know, a lot of people seem to have written to doctors after Mm -hmm. hearing this. And obviously after COVID, this is like in the ether in a way that it never was, but you know, like one of my dear friends from high school, her sister reached out to me to tell me that their mother had died a few years ago. It was very hard for the whole family, Mm. of course, after a long battle with breast cancer. And she said that writing to her mother's oncologist years after she died was very cathartic. cathartic yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that was another benefit is like, I felt that it in, in, when I think when I, the notes that I wrote about tough times, like I wrote in my career mentors month, I ended up after avoiding it the whole time. And then a year later, I I wrote to the magazine editor who laid me off from food and wine, Dana Cowan, and I was avoiding it. I still felt like my feelings were hurt. You know, my ego was still bruised. And I ended up after running into her and she was really enthusiastic about the project and the book and all of that. I ended up sitting down and wrote, writing her a letter that included you know, I didn't want to write this to you because my feelings are still hurt. And, Mm. and then she wrote back, you know, a a really lovely, super lovely email that I, um, 
that I quoted in the book, but it's, it, it is a way for me to organize my somewhat scattered, painful thoughts. You yeah. know, when I did that with estranged friends too, I reached out to some estranged friends. Okay. It's like a, it, it's a way to sort of reorganize the way I think and about like closure and like kind of it's it also sounds very empowering because then it's like you're choosing like this is a phantom that I, I've been I've been fired before um to be mm -hmm. honest I deserved it but um it was a long time ago <laughs> this can be like a phantom that plagues you in your right. mind like frustration guilt or confusion right. or affecting your feelings of self-worth and then when you decide um I talk about fear a lot with people as well but like I described it as like, you're taking the teeth out of the dragon and then you're making right. that dragon your bitch. So it's like, you're right. choosing to do this thing and to have this conversation. And I actually love that you open this with being like, I didn't want to write this letter because my feelings are still hurt. So like authenticity, you have mm -hmm. a right to feel that way. And then what she does with it, I'm sure like the no that you received from being laid off, painful at the time, led you down a series of new paths to lead right. you to new yeses, to right. lead you to things that were aligned and stuff. So even the person who like breaks up with somebody or fires somebody or something shitty happens, it can still somehow turn out. And like, I think that that's so beautiful that you chose to do that not expecting anything in return. And then you got right. this really healing, wonderful letter back. Like that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, it, it's it sort of, that part was a big surprise and a gift from the year that like, it's not only about this you know, getting my fix of like gratitude, warm blanket feeling, yeah. which is a thing, you know, and it's like, it's easy to access. It's wonderful. It's there for me at all times. I know that I have that as a major tool in my toolbox, but, the, but this other thing of like, I even one, one, I remember I wrote to my dad after we had this like kind of shitty weekend, he came and it, I don't know, it just ended badly. It ended with us yelling. I don't know. I was pissed off at him. And then like a week and a half later, I wrote him a thank you note. And it just was like, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. not <laughs> going to, you know, but like what there, there are things from the weekend that I was great, that I'm grateful yeah. for. So like, let me focus on that. He is my dad. I'm not going to change him. I'm not going to change our essential dynamic. I'm not going to change certain outbursts, but like, I can still move forward with what I am grateful for. Mm -hmm without like rewarding or erasing real. behavior it's as real as the other stuff so. it's as real as the other stuff so why you know it's very natural to just focus on you know and i it's not like i would have done that if he did something so unforgivable or like so no. you no, know i would have had to like work through it if it was like really major but it was just more like annoying and just like why do you have to do that and like brah and it's like i could live there for months if i wanted to or i could just be like let no, me just try it <sighs> But, but, it's, but it's so good because like it doesn't honoring the good things like honoring the positive right. things doesn't discount the bad right. things I think this is a Buddhist thing as well like it gets to be both like Santosha right. it gets to be both things can be super annoying and also an essential part of like the love foundation of your life and existence so yeah I, I think that that's just so so wonderful and so I wanted to ask as well just because we're all about this but like have you noticed there must be but like the the, the relationship between genuine gratitude and manifesting gratitude mm -hmm. and miracles happening in your life like you open your heart with gratitude without expecting necessarily but then like whoa holy moly opportunities possibilities connections things are flowing did that happen I mean, mine's a little on the nose, but you know, my whole life I wanted to write a book and the whole <laughs> life I wanted, I wanted, 
<laughs> I wanted to write like a really personal book and I wanted, you know, like I, and it's like, I had gotten away from it. <laughs> I, you know, when I was a little girl, I wanted to write a book. And of course, you know, I'm one of those little girls that would read with the flashlight under the sheets. And, you know, that was always my dream that felt secret. And, you know, and I wanted it to be really personal and, you know, and I got away from that, you know, having like these fancy job titles at magazines that people had heard of and, you know, and then feeling like this was oh big enough. God, it's so beautiful. You know, to like actually do that and to, you know, go th follow through with it. You know, it's not nobody, you know, I had to really work for that. That was, process had, was a process, but. I just had such a flash of like the joy and the ecstasy that your inner child must feel. Yeah about yeah. that like what of what how beautiful like even just the way that you said it like just completely lit up your inner child you're published Gina like you have this incredible book on top of everything else that you've done you now also have your published book which is so amazing and so beautiful and then so but but when we tune ourselves to gratitude just like what we were talking about a moment before so had an awkward weekend with the fam but chose to focus on the good stuff yeah and so I'm sure that wonderful things manifested out of that choice because now you're not bitter. Now you're not, you know, you're, you're leaning into greater physical health. You're leaning into quicker healing. You're leaning into that neural pathway of snapping into happiness, ease and joy is flexing. And when you're operating from that state, great things can land, great things right. can happen. Right. So more, more conversations with the right people or just being like, maybe even just being present, maybe just even that state of like paying attention and being aware and not being trapped, like scrolling the phone and attacking the to-do list. Maybe you're just your heads up and you're aware and then you right. start noticing things and then things start happening. Right. Right. Like when I, you know, when I came up with this idea, I had also been looking for, you know, I was doing a lot of brand work, which I actually love, but that, you know, I wanted something personal, like a personal project. So then when I thought of this, I thought, well, maybe that could be it. And you know, I did have a flash of like, what if it could be a book? I love those kinds of books that are like year of whatever, yes. but I definitely didn't know that there was enough there, but I treated it seriously where I took a picture of every note I took. And then when it came to my career mentors month, which was September, that got me back in touch with a lot of mentors that I hadn't seen in years. And a couple of them did suggest that it could be a book. And that did make me feel like, you know, just having that external oh, validation gives, you know, makes me feel like, okay, well, I had like the secret wish, but you know, no, it's really, like, but yeah, if you're, if you feel like if, if you're giving me that feedback, maybe I can take it seriously and not be sort of wishful and embarrassed and, you know, about it. Maybe I can actually take it seriously. It's really interesting. And I think that's kind of kismet, a mm -hmm. smidgety smidge of kismet is that you wrote to the Virgos in Virgo season. <laughs> <laughs> So like how perfect. oh I love that you pointed that out I never yeah I did not think yeah about it. I was like how how like how happier can you make a Virgo than by like thanking them and like showing them love during their season that's the best <laughs> I love this so much so I'm obsessed with this idea I can't wait to read your book I'm totally getting it and I mean it was published this year in April right yeah so, just after, months, yeah. so after this after this really challenging year for the whole collective how timely like this also seems quite apropos that it was published in April, um, there seems to be such a need for a vehicle, like an, a free, it doesn't cost anything, basically. I mean, like the cost of stationary, but like right. such a cost effective, easy way that a person can experience healing, 
can reestablish bonds that have been broken during such a challenging time. Was that a plan that, I mean, obviously not like, but like, was it, was it, uh, have you noticed that it's had a really profound impact, especially during this time since it's been published? Yeah, it's a great question. I think that it is, I think for the people that it is touching, I feel like the timing is great in the sense that I think all of us are trying to figure out what do we, you know, what are the lessons we learned? Is it too soon to even know what those are? Because sometimes that, I feel like I love having a really good, like I love having a really thoughtful, deep dive, you know, on something like that. Like what lessons have I learned? And I think it's also hard because we're all in PTSD. So it's like, Anyway, but vaguely, I think we all know that we should be thinking about what lessons have we learned? What habit, What habits do we leave behind in the old life? Mm-hmm. What habits do we bring into the new life? Mm-hmm. We've had this opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. to like, everything got thrown up in the air, what's going to land? Mm-hmm. And that to a certain degree. Right. And it's, this feels to me like it helps in the sense that you know, just by choosing your topics, like I chose 12 of them, but if, if somebody chose six of them, it's like, just by saying, these are the things that I want to take seriously. These are the things that are important to me. You know, for me, one of them was thanking authors and that was fan mail, but it's still actually that month meant a whole lot to me because I felt like it reconnected me to like my essential self, you know? So for you, yeah. Yeah. Like for you, it might be music, how you said that, that like, you know, whatever it is that you you're feel David like. David Bowie. <laughs> right, right. Well, you could. Or his, you. his widow. But, you know, it's like you, whatever connects you to what you feel like is your essential self that you might, that your, your yeah. to-do list and your normal life might take you away from. Yeah. You know, like, um, or to use a marketing term, like, what are your core values? Like, this sort yeah. of helps figure that out. Like, what are my core values? For me, friendship yes. is a big thing. And even if I'm not practicing that every day. Like I'm not getting on the phone with my best friends from home. Like I maybe as often as I maybe should be or want to be, it's like just saying, I'm going to spend a month reaching out to them is like, you know, so I think just spending the time to think like, okay, what am I grateful for? Yeah. Like what are, and I mean, in Chakra Girl, we've got Chakra Girl Business School. So of course we help women, we help female entrepreneurs start their businesses. And I'm, I'm super passionate about this, like helping women to be independent and, and all of that. And, and it really is like, it's such an important step to just know, like, what do I stand for? What do I appreciate? Right. What are my core values? So I think that everybody can use this term as like friendship, health, like connection, maybe right. cooking and food, like bonding over food, these kind of like right. things that we took for granted as well before. I think like live music, like you're going to Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, like just live music that you can go out and like enjoy some event with people like so it's beautiful it's just beautiful it's also good I love it so much Gina okay so let's uh let's zip into manic moments and manifesting we're just gonna we brought the vibes up we're just gonna bring them right back down no I'm just I'm kidding (laughs) I'm kidding but so manic moments and manifesting it's where we share uh one of our meltdown moments but then some positive manifestation manifestation that came out of it (laughs) so like uh, even though you know there's a shit sandwich that might happen sometimes still something good can come from it so so I'll go first mine this one it's not too catastrophic but I will say actually I will say that in my previous life before gratitude for example um, before the mindset work that I know so well now it would have been like fucking disaster and you're totally going to resonate with this as a mother so my husband is a doctor he works all the time you know, school runs, that's me, 100%, it's 100% me. And I guard my alone time jealously. Like when my daughter's in school, 
that like that's when okay I'm writing I'm creating I'm channeling things I'm downloading things I'm talking with my clients like it's very the six hours are counted to the minute so type right. a all of the time and mm -hmm. on this particular day it was recently it was a beautiful so there's a lot to be grateful for um it was a beautiful sunny summer day um we live in a beautiful city here in Germany super green loads of trees it's really beautiful and I cannot stress enough it was not raining grateful for that Anyhow, I had locked myself out of the house. So mm. we left and we had like 10 minutes to get to kindergarten and we can walk, we can drive. It'll take between seven and 11 minutes, basically one or the other. We did not have time. And just like step out of the house. I was wearing silk pants from silk laundry, obsessed. Mm -hmm. Get enough. Mm -hmm. So thank God I was wearing pants. Like th thank God I wasn't just like literally in pajamas with some Prada sunglasses and just like get the fuck to school right now. Mm -hmm. And so I had, I had, I had drawn on my eyebrows and I had my sunglasses and I had my phone and I was wearing pants. But as soon as we walked out the door, the, the door to the flat slams behind us and it locks automatically that's how it is here in Germany yeah. they just lock behind you and then Stella my daughter she's like mommy do you have the car keys and I'm like I do not have the keys and I'm like fuck and I just was so I felt the anxiety the anger the the frustration all of it I'm like fuck like I have a super packed day what am I gonna do and like she's not gonna get there on time and then somehow I was like you know what and I'm like, what if it gets to be okay? What if it gets to be fine? And then I just made the decision as we we're walking downstairs, I'm like, okay, we can walk to kindergarten. I can get her there on time. And then I'll have to walk my husband's work. It's like a decent walk. It's not terrible, but I'm like, I know that I can Google map and figure this out. I can get there. So it's like, all right, it's not the end of the world. But then I was like, you know what? What if we just say, fuck the whole plan? And what if we just release and surrender into the chaos, surrender into the madness and just let the cards fall where they may. And this is very uncharacteristic for me, but I was like, let's just fucking do it and see what happens. And then I called the kindergarten. I'm like, Stella's just going to stay home with me today. We're just going to have a mummy daughter day. And they're like, all right. And then I'm like, we're going on an adventure, sweetie. And she looked great. So she was dressed very nicely for school, a cute little hat, little backpack and shit. I'm just basically like schlubbing in pajamas, Thank God for the dark sunglasses because I'm I'm very blonde and without makeup there's not a lot of face to be had. <laughs> I'm like a beige. Uh, um, I've been described by my clients as a beige Rothko, <laughs> just a series of beige, and or a cute French farm boy fresh from gathering the eggs because like there's just not a lot going on if I don't draw on the eyebrows and do the contouring and stuff. So, but I looked cute anyways, like uh, whatever. And then we end up, um, I was like, let's just surrender. I'm like, let's get into the feminine. I'm like, I'm wearing some beautiful silk right now. It's a beautiful fucking sunny day. Stella's health healthy. So immediately gratitude, grateful that I'm dressed, grateful that I have my phone. I can call my husband before he gets into the OR and get his keys. I'm grateful that it's not raining. So grateful, grateful, grateful mm. brings the temperature down in my rage and then let's just have an adventure and see what happens and we ended up walking like i've never walked to his work obviously like why would i um but then it ended up being like through two beautiful forests along a river and it felt like we were in like a fairy land like the morning sunlight coming in at this angle through the trees and like little butterflies and shit and it just it was so calm and so quiet and we're like it just felt magical. And, and then we got home. She was exhausted after walking for 45 minutes or so. We had this cute moment with my husband. We get home and just like chowed down. We made a huge brunch and so much fun, like a super random fun mummy daughter day. Um, talked about the Fibonacci sequence. She's six. I found out she loves math. That's super random. But like, <laughs> and then, but here's the weirdest part, Gina. The weirdest part 
is that she was so chill. She was exhausted. So she was just like reading books and doing puzzles and chilling. And I'm like, I guess I can just do some work now. And at the end of the day, I realized I got done my whole to-do list anyways. Wow. All the emails, all the texts, all the calls, created a new workbook, did all that. Like I was looking at, and like, I felt super relaxed. I didn't even do my makeup that day. It felt super relaxed, easy. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm in a better mood. Stella had a great day. We had a great day. Like, so my idea that like chaos ensues, oh no, my structure, but like I used gratitude to bring it back down, made it work and shit still got done. So that's my manifesting. I love that. And you, and that's probably the kind of thing that you'll always remember. You know, kids remember like a a break in routine, you know? Yeah. So that was a special day for her. She was super, it was, and for me too, like I just, I'll never forget, like, and even my therapist will tell you, I have a wonderful therapist. Thank God. Her name is Micah, chakra girl, shout out to Micah in Germany. But like, she was laughing about it. I saw her like last week, I think. And I, uh, she was laughing about it. She's like, like three years ago, she's like, you would have had a fucking meltdown. You would have called me. You would have like, you like, there's no way, but it was like the power of gratitude, the power of gratitude and choosing to be present that just allows that magic to happen. So that I love that one. I love that one. All right. So mine, I'm going to, I'll tell you about the, the topic that didn't work. So I, you know, I planned out all these topics and one of them, the last two I thought of were, you know, I had all the ones I had mentioned. And then the last two I thought of were health and home and they felt like a nice little duo, like a nice, whatever. And intrigued right now. (laughs) And the health was great. I, um, the health went great. Like it was just lovely as we talked about and cathartic to like revisit times that were maybe stressful for me or my family and thank the doctors, nurses, doulas involved. Mm-hmm. And then I got to home and I was like, the fuck is this? Like, how do I, <laughs> I don't like to thank me. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I, thank, I, I, I'd like I, to I, thank I, me. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I, yeah, I like, I love, I mean, home, what a nice cozy concept, but like Okay. So like my neighbors, no, I had a neighbor's month or like the people in my house, I have a family month. Like how, and so I, and I did thank the spectrum cable guy who was actually wonderful. Um, And then I'm like, uh, who else? So I just, I just ended up after a whole month of trying like different prompts and like trying to trick myself, trying to make it work. It just w- wouldn't. So I ended up- like, I don't know who, I don't know who does the internet in the U S but like, yeah, who would you, I'm trying to remember when my husband lived in Boston, but like, yeah, who, who the fuck do you think for that? Like, I don't know. Like dear- I mean, this guy actually was really great. So like, well, he I guess was- if you had like a super who made sure that the air conditioning works, you could thank them. That kind of thing. But I, you know, anyway, yeah, so that's a tricky so- one. It's a tricky one. So I scrap at the end of the month, finally, after, you know, and, and I'm such a, it's like, I wanted to make it work. So I really tried and I'm so goal goal oriented. I'm like, I can figure this out. And then I just ended up scrapping it. And then Mm -hmm. I ended up having to make up 30 at the end of the year, which I did in the last two days of the year, right before the finish line. And my husband was kind enough to like, he was like, God, you just got to do it. Just, I was like, I'll just do it in January. He's like, do it. Just do it before the end of the year. Did it in the time. Like did, did it, it in the time. time. Even yeah. though every month I was late. And so yeah. I was kind of like, I'll just finish these in January. He's like, just do it. Just do I this time. That. Just do it. Yeah. So he like took the kids extra and like gave me a few, you know, a few hours to bang out the last 30 and the last. And then did you, did you just like pick like whatever random shit you could think of? 
So for that topic, I had a bunch of things. I had a bunch of ideas, but the one that I did was a very meta thank you year thank you for the thank you year kind of thing. So people who had been really supportive of the project. Oh, that feels beautiful. Yeah. So it was a nice like reflection on the whole thing. And it was like a nice, it was like a first nice step to, you know, to everything that came after where I was really reflecting on the year and who was really supportive. And well, yeah, of course, out of the woodwork and sent me stationary. So some of it was like these traditional thank you notes, which I always um, had sort of dismissed as like, no, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not doing like a thank you for the sweater. I'm doing like a thank you for something you did or said. It's really different. But, but I sort of learned how to write a a more meaningful, even just a thank you note where I, you know, thanked them for the stationery, but like put it into the context of like supporting this project. Yes. Yada, yada. and, And how honestly, like just, I love to design and create things. I love writing things. And like, what a perfect way to close a book as well. <laughs> it's just oh, like, you. just like the cherry on the cake of the end. So it came around in the end. It I came it around so. in the end. And it was good that I scrapped it. It was a good lesson for me where it's like, you know, if something's like, don't force it, don't force it. Yes. Well, and like when, when you meet the resistance, so like the Virgo in you is like, but we're going to fucking do it. Like we're going to do it. But then there's a part of you, like the resistance in you that just knows, but then it was still, but then what, what got to happen because of that moment, your husband got to support you. You got to mine new depths of your own brilliance so that you could come up with this idea at the end. Did I really just say that? Yes, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> accept it. Accept it. Um, but you like it showed you like you think on your feet. Your husband super supports you, and it brought your awareness to all these people who supported the project. So, you know, this it, it can feel like a clusterfuck at the time, but there's a reason to like what is it? There's a method to the madness. There's a to the madness yes yeah, that it comes around so and like just being open so you guys like manic moments and manifesting just like shit can fucking burn down but sometimes something good maybe that reveals a diamond like you don't know so right. just be open <laughs> I tell my clients hold space for the possibility and they're like what do you mean I'm like just imagine so actually this is just something cute to like kind of toss in at the end but like future casting gratitude like imagining being grateful for something that hasn't happened yet like mm, I'm mm. so grateful like I get to fly back to Canada and for ages, I've been writing into my journal, my gratitude journal. I'm so excited for when I fly back to Canada and it's so easy and I get to see all my friends. And the word, the keyword was easy. Cause I don't want to go back to Canada, like to traveling 48 hours and like biting every single nail down and like spending $10,000 and then like sleeping in five airports. Like I want it easy. I want it fun. I can't wait. And like future casting, like throwing my gratitude vibes onto something that I'm excited. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And and then when it happens, it feels like a massive party in my brain. It's like dopamine off the charts. And it makes me feel like, Oh my God, like what else can I be grateful for. So just like, it it just doesn't end you guys. So tell us about the book. Like, okay, the title of the book, where we can find you because all the girls are obsessed now and we want everything. So websites, Instagram handles, book titles, give it to us. Okay. So it's called, I want to thank you. And it's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. They actually let me, I, I, I pushed back on a lot of rounds. So they, they actually let me weigh in, which I know not every publisher does, which I was grateful for. Um, I want to thank you how a year of gratitude can bring joy and meaning in a disconnected world. Mm-hmm. And Gina, so GinaHamity.com links to my, you know, at Gina.Hamity Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's a newsletter there. Uh, it links to, you know, this is sold wherever books are sold, but also yeah. on my, on my page links to, you know, the, your, the Amazon, the indie stores, all of that. Perfect. Well, everybody's going to get it. It's out now. 
it, can, it, it is out. You can get it. If this is if this is grabbing you and you want to change your life, not just your life, the lives of the people around you, if you want to bring more goodness into your life, if you want to bring like health and healing and just feeling good, then get this book, dive into it and consider adopting her morning ritual, honestly, of like taking your mornings chill and slow and just like reading in bed for a little bit. And if you're going to do that, read her book and it'll feel amazing. <laughs> so thank you so, so much for being here with us, Gina. This was just incredible. And you guys, Chakra Girl Radio is going to be back next week with another amazing episode. Enjoy, get the book, and we will see you then. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Chakra Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 